Hello, and welcome to the Peace, Love, and Video Games podcast episode. No, we're not. We're not doing ten. I think. Yeah, sure. Let's go with ten. All right, tenth episode. <laughs> we made it. That's Yay! Bigger accomplishment. We can't do anything had. yet. We can. We're in second grade, fourth, fifth, second grade, fifth grade. What what fifth grade are you in grade. when you're in when you're ten? I don't know. Fourth. I'm gonna go with fourth because I moved when I was ten to Warren, so and I was in fourth grade. I don't remember so what I was doing one. when I was ten, but I'm sure it was something stupid. <laughs> so let's not remember. So uh, we've got so. our makeshift studio up here at Tim's place today. Yeah, because my, he's got a wonderful story. Yeah, so my fucking license got suspended. I didn't want to laugh, an idiot. but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a total idiot. Um, I was like, Shoot. hey Mel, can you maybe come over here and record today? That'd be cool. Um, and so, so I did. Yeah, so if it sounds distant, different, that's because it is. Yeah, just different. Oh, there's a kitten on my foot. Also, there's we have, yeah. So too. also there is a there's a kitten i got a new kitten his name's bb he's like nine weeks old we should put a pic of him on the website (laughs) sure i'll upload a pic oh my god um and he's adorable uh also a toe assassin and oh shit uh assassin of many (laughs) yeah assassin of many many uh hands but also and then i got still have my roommate's cat because she's like not fully moved out yet which oh is... so lilu's gonna leave yeah i'm gonna miss her she's a little, oh, she's a little fatty best. i love her my chub buddy yeah she's awesome oh uh, and then john luke's always here so john luke picat yeah. i don't know if we've run through all the cat names but... yeah john luke picat <laughs> lilu and bb is the kitten so so yeah how you been pretty damn good yeah what... yeah so if you hear like random meows and chirps, um, that's why. Um, I'm sure they would think it was a bird. But, <laughs> yeah, life's good. Um, I actually prepared for this podcast a little bit today. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit. But okay, how'd then you I left all my shit at home. So, uh, <laughs> so we're winging it again today. Okay, too. so what'd you play? Um, What did I play? A lot of Guild Wars. Okay, like, yeah, I texted worrying you. worrying amount of Guild Wars. But, um, <laughs> so what is the draw of that game? Like, are you... I think the draw of that game, and I've thought a lot about this because I think a lot about it, is um, mostly because it's... The reward system is based more around exploring things than, like, min-maxing your characters and, like, going on raids and making sure, like, you get the best loot and most tough things. Like, obviously, there are PvP elements to it in mm-hmm. World versus World, but... For just the casual player, you can jump in right away. There's not really a limit to what you can do as far as your level is. So, hmm. I don't know. It seems very inviting, and the artwork is beautiful. Yeah. The story is well thought out. I mean, there's a lot of things they could work on with the whole gameplay experience. As you know, it's been out for, I want to say, four or five years, maybe. But okay. they've had one expansion. It's been kind of lackluster. Um, and they really don't put a lot of improvements into the game that really should be there. So, okay. you know, aside from that, it's, it's, it has more appeal to me than WoW just because of that. Yeah, like WoW, <clears throat> I played WoW, and it fell into a lot of the trappings of an RPG, like a JRPG. Yeah. But on, like, a grander scale, <laughs> you know? <clears throat> yeah. Like, all the things I don't like about WoW aren't in Guild Wars. Like, I could just be playing and la la la, and all of a sudden there's, like, a world boss event that I'm thrown in the middle of. Sweet. And, you know, you join the events, it feels like the game's alive. So, yeah. 
I mean, and so what happens when, you, when that. that? What do you do when that happens? Does a little checkbox come up? Like, yeah, you just world get a events little, happening. Do you want to join? Yeah, you get like a notification on the side. It'll say, you know, if you're in the area where that instance is occurring, then okay. it's like, oh, you got to kill the spider queen, and then you'll just run in with a bunch of other people. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to do anything special and just start hitting at it. Oh, that's really cool. And even cooler. So it's not like a group or anything. It's just yeah. like a bunch of people. Uh, doing one objective. Yeah, and I mean, That's you can cool. do it with your guilds or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the whole... It's almost like a, like a, um, um, Call of Duty, like the, uh, or, a, like yeah. those kinds of games where you're like, you're on a team, but you really aren't communicating that well. Yeah, kind, kind of. of like, I can just jump in with any random person. Like, That's I don't cool. even have to talk to them. But the best part is, there's no kill stealing and there's no, like, trying to divvy out who gets what reward yeah it's just like you know you killed her you get the full experience like if you hit one blow on this monster like you'll get the experience for it Hmm. so i mean i like that because i just i don't usually like to join in and like organized play in these things can be really difficult yeah like uh when i was in wow part of a guild that like would do raids and it was some system that was basically like so when you went on a raid, you got, like, points for, like, each boss that you helped kill. <coughs> and then when, to roll on a item, you had to cash in those points. So no. let's say, like, me, you, and Janet, and Molly, um, I've been on, like, four raids. You've been on three. I'm going to listen to this, but I'm going to eat my sandwich. <laughs> I've, you've been on three. Janet's been on two. And Molly's been on one. Mm-hmm. We all get the same, get something that we all want. We roll because I have more forget the name of the, the points because i have more Party i get points. it yeah whatever think, yeah whatever um I th- well raid points i think it was called um, oh that's not creative at all yeah okay. right <laughs> uh but yeah people would like have to bring out excel sheets after a boss like divvying up loot would take like l- at least 15 minutes uh-huh. of like well, well i need this and blah blah so i yeah, feel like there's was... a lot of that in wow just yeah. a lot of politics like with my guild they're just a bunch of goofballs, and I really like them. Yeah. But you know, we just kind of hop in, like, hey, who wants to do this jump quest? Like, yeah. here's the waypoint. Come on over. That's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Are you playing anything else? Or? Mm-hmm. I've been watching Let's Plays, but... <laughs> what you Actually, watching? a good one I watched today was, um, I think it's called Layers of Fear. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, <laughs> I would actually want to play it. It's got some, like, psychedelic... Um, trippy kind of parts to it mm-hmm. uh, i'm not that into scary games just because i don't know i don't I like shitting my pants <laughs> <laughs> well i mean strap on your diapers because well, like, i think they're fun well and we should do one sometimes so i have like these hyper x headphones not this isn't a brand sponsorship but like <laughs> well, as re- if we could get that <laughs> yeah right but like they are so good at noise canceling that like when something like, I was just playing Dark Souls, actually, which I'll get to. Oh, shout uh, that, yeah. Uh, like, there's a part that took me by surprise, and I was just like, oh, God! Because, like, it's so, like, stereo surround everything. I've worn those before. They sound good. Yeah, they're very noise-canceling as well. Um, but, yeah, like, I I just couldn't handle it, you know? Mm-hmm. I can watch other people. I could do that just fine, but it's just like... I like watching other people because, like... It's not scary, but it's more fun. Right. It's like the experience I want from playing a game. Like, I want to have fun. And, well, yeah, I want that thrill, like, in playing a horror game. But, like, for some reason, playing horror games alone, or even with, like, Janet, for example. Uh-huh. I don't... I can't forget. We played one. It was, like, 
a dumb pixel game, but it was actually really good mm-hmm. and pants shittingly scary. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was um, it was fun, but it was also like I just didn't want to progress in the game. Like I was fine to quit at any time. That would be <laughs> right. great. Like I could go on my well, way. Well, like so many of them are very like jump scare. Yeah, focused, that's kind of cop out. And that I don't like. But I heard. Um, oh my god! It was a thing last year. Um, it was like you were underwater, and I forget the name of it. But oh, that's scary. Yeah. No. Oh, is it Penumbra? No, not Penumbra. Uh, but like you were jacked into this guy's memory and he gets transported to, he's like the sick guy. He has like a mental, um, not, not illness, but like brain cancer kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I forget the name. Oh my God. But that was supposed to be very scary. Uh, it was kind of, it was very, um, uh, amnesia-esque. Like you don't have a weapon. You have to avoid enemies kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, very puzzle solvey. Uh, Hmm. and that looked really engagey engaging but um, engaging yeah uh but yeah like i i didn't like the i just don't like jump scares like they're so cheap to me nobody likes jump scares i guarantee you like if i had to play one of those games sorry i'm chewing yeah like i would want a warning for like every major jump scare (laughs) and that takes all the fun out of the game yeah so i guess what would your ideal horror game be like honestly so this is just me i really like um psychological horrors like um paranormal activity i know people are like people are no there's there's a a reason there are four movies or five or whatever the fuck they're up to now well yeah like because the reason why i really like paranormal activity is because this is spoiler territory because fuck it that movie's been out like what eight years now sure it's going Uh, if we're talking about the original i mean like it's the same shit six times yeah so basically like you know, it's a modern house instead of that old old house kind of thing. They've lived there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, something invades it. So it's that kind of thing. Of, and then, like, you're made to think that during the day you're fine and then scary stuff happens at night. But then they flip all it. that on, on you. <laughs> <laughs> they flip all that out on you. And um, towards the end, like, scary stuff starts happening during the day. And there's only, like, one jump scare, but they build up to that jump scare so much. Like, it's a solid... What's up? It, like, delivers. Right. It delivers so well, and it's in the finale, that you're, like... And plus, it's it's just creepy. There are a lot of, like, really relatable things to it. Yeah, that's what... That's what I always thought would be, like, the ideal horror game for me, is something that you know, never explicitly comes out and tells you you should be scared. But, like, we set the atmosphere just right. We have things going on in the background Mm -hmm. that, let's say, your main character never even notices. Right. And, like, you don't even have have a crescendo of music to, like, no. It's like, I'm sitting here talking to you, and then all of a sudden, like, some fucking shadow walks by to my left, and none of us acknowledge it. Yeah. But you as the viewer or the player of the game know. There was a movie like that, um... It was a bunch of demons and this kid could uh the omen no not omens but it was like this kid could uh get into the dream world and oh 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 ins- insidious, insidious. Yes. yeah insidious was like that i've seen a lot <laughs> insidious was like that because like and i think i i had the wrong audience to view it with because the people i viewed it with like hyped it up so much it wasn't I, that good no but like there were some good parts there to were it. yeah uh and 
so yeah, stuff like that is where I'd be like, uh, but like one of the creepiest games I've ever played has been, um, actually, it's also one of the most engaging games I've ever played is, uh, oh my god, I'm having so many brain farts today, but it's that one with like, <laughs> um, start describing it. Well, no, it's a, it's making fun of the, not making fun, but it's pointing out all of the, all of the tropes of the, uh, modern military shooter. Oh, and you're like sent to India. Never heard of it. Um, but... you're so you're sent to India during a dust storm, and it's just to like, it's you and like two of two of your Delta squad, mm-hmm. and they're like real modern military guys, and because this guy keeps trying to be a hero, he keeps making things worse, and so it's critiquing like modern military shooters, players in general, that kind of a thing. It's actually super creepy because it delves into like war crimes, PTSD what that's like and that is so much more creepy to me because it's real and it's psychological like you said right it could happen to anybody like one of my one of the creepiest subreddits i've ever been on has been let's not meet i love that subreddit oh it's oh so my bad God. i will read that for like hours right because it's just like oh god because there's one thing to be like <laughs> in a dark dark place in a haunted mansion kind of a thing but it's another thing to be like i met this guy once at a mcdonald's and like and he, he asked me if i could like lick his yeah, no, so, whatever. Fun. It's just, I, yeah. It's just so creepy because you're like, oh my god, that could actually happen. You and know? this is nothing to say like against people in general who are like that, but like, you know, those people, you'd never know what intent they have. That's right. scary. Oh yeah. So. And I think a lot of video games who have antagonists like that, they try and come close to having that kind of villain, but they never really get there. It always seems kind of wooden. Yeah. You know? Well, also like. I don't know. It, it depends on the motivations of the people. Like a really good horror movie for me was um, Cabin in the Woods, the Joss Whedon. Oh one. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, because like they were critiquing like the horror genre in general. It's like funny. The slasher genre. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I was just looking at the book behind you. Make love like Bruce Campbell or whatever. <laughs> And I was like, funny you should mention a cabin in the woods, but Well also there's like tons of <laughs> Easter eggs on there. There's a YouTube channel video that has like all the Easter eggs in Cabin in the Woods and there's yeah, tons of them. One of them really was good. like the cabin is made to look is on purpose is made to look like the cabin in um in um Deadites or whatever. I forgot what that's called. Holy shit. We're terrible at remembering shit today. <laughs> I'm bad at remembering on like a daily basis. But like I've seen that. I know yeah. the second one is Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Evil yeah. Dead. I've seen the musical too. <laughs> um So yeah, like I uh I dig those. But yeah, you've been playing anything else? Uh nope. I'm gonna wash my hands over and pass to you. Alright, cool. What have I been playing? Um, what haven't you been playing? Well, you I'm, were just playing Dark Souls. Right, so I've been playing Dark Souls on PS4. Which one? Two, three? Three. Okay. Um, and it's really, really good. Um, of course it is. It's Well, so my big complaint with it, though, is so you have a thing. It, so in Dark Souls, and it's, so much more, it's somewhat more complicated than Bloodborne in terms of, like, mm-hmm. your armor and poise and, like, weight distribution. So let's say that I am a... Um, I'm a class, doesn't really matter. But let's say I want to wear, like, a bunch of metal armor. Like, basically knight armor. There's act- If I wear, like, a full suit of it, and I have, like, so much weight restriction, there comes a point where you start doing what's called a slow roll. Where it's the same as I think as another one, but, like, takes, takes much more stamina, and you actually, like, hit the ground and then roll. 
instead of like a smooth kind of roll animation, and it actually affects like how you can dodge things. So it really, I guess, armor has a lot more of an impact on the way you play the game, right? Than it would in like you say also, other games. You can also offset this by like having more vitality that increases your equipment load. So like if you have high vitality. You can wear like this heavier armor and still have that like light dodge roll. So like stamina in other games, I basically. Guess. Um, and so they do, but I will say they do a much better job this game than other Dark Souls games that I've heard. Uh, like explaining what shit does. I think we talked about that last. Yeah, time. Yeah, how like last time it was like, oh, we we named this whatever the fuck the potion is for health. <laughs> yeah. Like look, you can't That's rely on us for yeah. names. Yeah, um, and I was like, I would never know what that is. Right. Like, well, you get it, like, thing. starting off, but, like, also how you get, um, how you're given, like, item descriptions, but also, like, a lot of weapons are very, very heavy. Hmm. Uh, like, on purpose, and there's no way to, like, offset that, because they're, they're, like, great swords, and ultra great swords. Ultra and, great swords. And I found that <laughs> they are not actually that great, even though a lot of the boss weapons are great swords so far. And so it kind of sucks because the boss weapons... It's kind of boring. Well, because the boss weapons... So you, so you have, like, souls that you get. Yeah. And, like, um, Bloodborne has this, too, where, like... So you get souls by defeating enemies, but there's also items that give you souls. In Dark right. Souls, there are boss souls that you can get. So you can either um, absorb or use them and absorb them like any other soul item. Or you... Um, or you can uh, go to this kiln guy... And he can transform it into like either a, a spell, usually, or another weapon. And those oh. weapons are super cool and really unique. Um, and they have like these really cool weapon skills. Uh, but they, but uh, but they tend to be great swords. Like except oh. for like I got one rapier, um, which is really really cool looking. But it's a rapier and it's not that great. Yeah, I mean um, it's fast, but so it doesn't no, do a lot like, of damage. Um, so there's no like in between. Uh, so yeah, I, I got like this frost sword um, that I got off a dude, which is really cool that I've been rolling with this Aerithil greatsword. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been the bosses are really, really cool. I've had to start summoning for some of them because like I tried looking up. So I'll, my usual strategy is like I'll go in, I'll try him like five or ten times, a boss like five or ten times. And if I'm stuck, I'm like, all right, I'm looking up a guide. And <laughs> there's this one guy like Pontiff Suleiman. <laughs> He has literally a fire sword and an arcane sword, and he just wails on you constantly. And there's uh, no, and I would mind you, I wasn't even getting close with this guy. I was just like, it's maybe seventy five percent health <laughs> on a good day. So I was just like, what the fuck? Am-? So ever, I looked up a guide. Everyone was just like, just summon for him because you can you can summon other players to help you. Oh, I was like, wait, summon what? Summon yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can summon, like, AI or other players. Oh, um, cool. And so, yeah, so a bunch of people were just, fuck him, just summon him. Because <laughs> in much like Dark Souls, if you take on more than, like, two or two guys, it becomes much more harder. Yeah. If you have two guys against a guy, it, it becomes, becomes much so more much easier. easier. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, that, it was, like, him. Who else? Morn, I, I tried. And then the dancer of the Boreal Valley. Because, like, she gets really hard, too. Hmm. Um, so those are the only people I've summoned so for so far. Um, but, yeah, it's a really good game. I really like it. And then... Um, One of these days, I'm going to have to pick up Dark Souls 2. Because I played the first Dark Souls. You want to borrow a Bloodboard? Oh. 
I'm not using Wait, it. Wait, is it on PS4? Yeah. I'll you have, have uh, Jan. Yeah. Let me borrow. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I've maybe. been doing that. I've been I've been super busy this week. I've been dealing with like roommate moving out and. I noticed she's mostly got her gone. Room mostly yeah. gone. Yeah. So I gotta deal with all that. Uh, but yeah, I played a little bit of Enter the Gungeon. The Gungeon. Yeah. So it's a roguelike shmup. In the same style Ooh. of, um, it's like pixel art, but it's very much roguelike in like Binding of Isaac, Legend of Zelda kind of dungeons. But it's a shmup. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. So there's tons and tons of weapons. And I'm talking, I've never, I've yet to find the same weapon twice. So they have everything from like a proton pack, which is literally the Ghostbuster gun, which I found was, which was awesome. <laughs> um, they have like, um, sticky crossbows <laughs> um they have like tons of weapons and everything is gun themed like you're fighting bullets oh God, that are yeah. like um you're that are shooting other bullets and it's a schmuck because like they're energy projectiles or whatever yeah <laughs> the cat is mel yeah me. mel is playing <laughs> with bb right i'm now. listening <laughs> um it's <laughs> a schmup in the same sense that like there are a lot of bullets on the screen, and you could fire a blank, which will uh, delete all the projectiles on, on the screen. Oh, it sounds uh, like something I would like. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, no, it's one of those, it's a roguelike, so no run's the same. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I'm get, I'm digging it. Uh, and you have a dodge roll, same th- same way in Dark Souls, where you're, you're invincible for the first half of it, but not for the second half. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. He does bite. Yeah. I've got him perched on my shoulder. Like yeah, he's kind of a shoulder cat. He's just cat. digging in. Yeah. All right, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Get off of me. Melvin, slowly. There you go. There you go. I got a podcast with you. We'll put you on the floor. What do you learn? Oh, no, that won't matter. He can he can climb everywhere. Oh, I know that. Yeah. The <laughs> only place he can't get to so far is the counter and the... um. And the table yet, but anything like he can climb on, he will climb on. So cute. Yeah. Um, okay, we were talking about uh, Enter the Gungeon. So yeah, that's all I've been really playing. Uh, I fell off a of Stardew pretty hard. Um, just it wasn't the the end goal wasn't that great. Stardew. Yeah, um, I guess not. If you want something relaxing, it's more like that. Yeah. But uh-huh. you know. But yeah, man, playing Dark Souls and League of Legends, uh, like going back to back, is not good for your stress levels. Like, don't do it. Uh, I would probably not suggest wouldn't. it. <laughs> so yeah, um, do you want to get in some news? Yeah, let's go to news because we weren't playing a lot this week. That's probably yeah. better for our health, but yeah, right. But considering the hours I put into gaming, yeah. Eh. Well, you play like one game a lot. That's how I game though. <laughs> I find one thing I'm really interested in, and I play it till right. I'm sick of it. So, um, so Nintendo, a PDF from Nintendo, remember we were talking about the NX? Yes. PDF from, uh, that was leaked, I don't know if this was on purpose or if it was leaked, but reports are now saying that the NX launches globally March 2017. Wow, that yeah. is so soon. Right, like that's about a year from now. So and E3, it's a global launch, which e- Nintendo's been bigger on, but still... Well, E3, now we know why Nintendo's going to E3. Like, straight it's up. it's going to be global. Well, no, they're going to talk about the NX. Like, yeah. that's why. Uh, in past years, they haven't. But also, 
they've said that um, there won't be a Metroid on the Wii U, and that Zelda, they're pushing off Zelda, and they're going to dual launch it for Wii U and the NX, which fucking sucks to me. Because, like, I know, you see my face right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, because, like, the NX, like, the Wii U, with the exception of Super Mario Maker and, like, one or two, and Super Mario 3D Land, has, has had jack shit. It's been pretty forgettable. And, like, which sucks is it's just a Nintendo console. Games, yeah. Well, it's like a Nintendo console, you know? Like, think about how big those things are, you know? Yeah, but I guess if you're not selling a lot of them, I mean, one way to try and sell more is to come out with different games, because let's face it, you've got a monopoly on the titles and the console. Right. But they haven't done that. To and, try and that's and push the thing. The like, I mean, you can release Twilight Princess in HD, but like, if I just played it on the Wii, yeah. and it was like, pretty much the same shit like same graphics same game like why am i gonna buy it for the wii u and purchase another console and that like we were talking about before like nintendo has to get a lot better at third-party support that may be what they're trying to do hopefully because like and being at e3 now but if they're gonna release games on the wii u still yeah why well i think zelda might be like their last one you know um because like they, they, they're what they do have is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And he's playing with the multitude of chords. Um, what they do have are, you know, they have like those big blockbuster franchises. They have, yeah. they have Donkey Kong, they have Mario, they have Zelda, they have Metroid, they have Star Fox. Um, like those are huge franchises, but they can't la- live off them forever. You know, like how many Metroids have there been? Not enough, in my opinion. <laughs> but ser- but other, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, how many fucking Zelda... As much as I love Zelda, how many of those have there been, you know? Like, everyone was so excited when Splatoon yeah. came out because it was something new from Nintendo. Yeah. Like, like you could even new. bring Pikmin back because they've never tried to, and I would pick up the new Pikmin title. Which was, was so... It's been game. so weird that and they have And you could been... do so much with it on the Wii that they never did. Yeah. Oh, well, they had a Wii U Pikmin, I think. Um but- Forgettable. Yeah, it right. Was, it was like, really forgettable. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be interesting at E three. E three is gonna be interesting this year. Yeah, I can't wait to see what's going on there. I might actually um, pay so attention. When is that happening? E three. I I want to say pretty soon. Yeah, because I'm weeks. like it's got to be happening uh, like E3, June or end of May. 2016. Oh, where are you? He likes the plastic bag. Yeah. Why well, you look that up? Uh, June 14th through the 16th. I knew it was in June. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty soon. Uh, but also, like, Kotaku has reported... Let me bring up, bring that up. Uh, so there's a new rumor that there's going to be new Xbox One controller and hardware at E3. Mm-hmm. And this might be the Xbox 1.5 we heard about. Oh, wait, um, no, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, no, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Did we? Mm-hmm. Forgettable. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so that's gonna be yeah. insane. But like, also uh, the uh, the PS four point two. That's 4. gonna point two. Well, no, because like or four point whatever. That one. So PlayStation officially came out with uh, news about that, where they they a lot of like developer documents got leaked. Uh, that were and well, these then are you like, have to come out with. Well, yeah, because, like, and these were, like, very technical kind of documents uh, where they were talking about, uh, you know, what you will need to do and 
so basically if you you can't seg- segregate the multiplayer like if you if your multiplayer uh, component so let's say i have a ps4 right. i have to be able to play with those ps4.2 people oh yeah that makes sense okay um, so you got to be able to talk to older hardware or older right things um and just a lot of that kind of language where it's like, look, you can do this, you can't do this kind of stuff. But that may, a lot of it left me wondering, like, what's the point? What because are we like, getting? Well, yeah, because, yeah, like, I, it feels like I just bought my PS4, even though it was, like, I three years ago. I literally just did. Like, and, the, and that's the thing, like, that... Four months ago? Like, you're getting to that point where if you're not counting the early adopters, the mainstream marketplace has had their ps4 for a year and a half to two years that mm-hmm. is not a lot of time for us to get a new console right. or shouldn't be you know four months like i'm not going to <laughs> exactly a lot of money. uh so like the the cost to benefit ratio is not is not there right now but we'll get oh. we'll get more <laughs> info <laughs> cause yeah um yeah so, i just don't know what what are they obviously we don't have anything like that's come out a whole lot about it but what are they gonna do with the 4.2 we'll learn more about e3 by e3 i mean that's the that's yeah, the that's, we're that's the know. motto of this podcast oh. we'll learn more at e3 yeah. um all right uh so yeah. the division appears to be broken at a fundamental level enabling cheats apparently uh, uh, what did i tell you so apparently there's like now mind you division is like mostly online with yeah. some like local multiplayer or local content which is exactly why i don't want to play it oh <laughs> yeah yeah um i'm just gonna keep going with this. <laughs> uh, yeah like um as far as the brokenness goes is that you know what just tell me <laughs> ah, uh it's like all weapon hacks uh cheat exploits you name it um and these are for pvp like you can oh, use that's terrible right this isn't like only uh, pve stuff this is like pvp bb <laughs> i'm dying a cat attack oh oh that's sorry hurts. bb was attacking mel i'm gonna put you in timeout <laughs> just like your brother this is, this is his, this is his timeout i just put him in between my legs oh my god that's so cute oh i'll do it to john luke too and he's licking you oh yeah oh my god uh, but I'll, he'll just like look up and John Luke will look up at me like, Dad, I'm sorry. Yep. I'm like, no, you're being a dick bag. Speaking of John Luke, get your nose out of there. <laughs> it's so, been a while since we recorded here. Yeah, right. Um, so, so we're talking about the PvP the, is broken. and Yeah, so like that that sucks. And the division like um, has also headed microtransactions as well as, and this is, leads into my next story, Destiny. Uh, speaking of microtransactions, remember those microtransactions Destiny put in that, but they were just emotes and nothing substantial. Now you can buy armor, sort of. Yeah, didn't we like talk about this happening? Like totally defeating the purpose of any kind of like play. So you can buy chests that have a an armor thing in it whether it's good or not is up to chance oh, yeah but you can still buy it and there's certain like really good armors you can get just by uh buying these things instead of actually playing the game well that's i guess that's fairly normal to have a chest with like a random chance for you to get those but right but like, this is, it goes this flies it... in the face of 
what they said they would do, which is we will never offer uh, microtransaction armors. So, well, technically, it's how they're getting around it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe when it actually comes out and you know people start noticing it, they'll make some kind of statement. Who like, knows? Um, Destiny Destiny fans are such like they're weird people. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a Destiny fan who's still the in it. Quotes, yeah, no. Who like, like ever was a fan or like freely admits it? Yeah. Um. And then that Blizzard. Remember, we're talking about Nostalrius. Yeah, Nostalrius. Yes. Blizzard's meeting with them. Wow, that the actual... dev team. Yeah, the actual team. Oh. So um, looks like everything can... worked. So yeah. they had the petition go through. I'm assuming. Well, yeah. So. Hopefully, what I'm thinking might happen is Blizzard might buy that team and be like... <laughs> that was a cat. <laughs> yeah, BB fell. You okay? He's shaking it off. It's yeah, fine. it's okay. It's okay. I'm totally fine. I'm fine. He's a little busy. <laughs> Dumbass. That was hilarious. Um, so what a lot of people are thinking is going to happen is like Blizzard's going to buy them and then they are going to do something with them, you know? Mm. I don't know. I feel like they might say, hey, we understand that you guys want this. Well, maybe not paying them for that content. You know, just saying, we've heard it, maybe we'll do one vanilla server. Yeah. And That's all they need, because there's only like 250... Well, there's only 250,000 people. And I think a WoW server... On WoW in, in general now? No, in Nostalrius. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a lot, though. Right, but I, one in terms of like server, server... Yeah, in terms of server capacity... I think that equates to one WoW server. I yeah. could be wrong. Well, I um, guess it, I probably at am. a peak time, probably most WoW servers have like 500,000, but like it's half of one. Yeah, so so yeah, like hopefully this means that they, that Nostalrius has a future. Mm-hmm. Or at uh, least vanilla game for people. That's good. Yeah. Oh, so update. Lionhead officially or... closed today. No, they... We're... We talked about that before. They officially closed. Oh, they officially closed. Oh, so um, this is the this so is this the death was day. Friday. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Oh gosh, I've got Guild um, Wars news. What's up? <laughs> they added a new April patch that fixed a lot of the issues people were having with like World vs World, um, which was kind of like a dead game form at that time. Okay. Um, and then they also announced this, which is supposedly a huge contradiction to why they even started with the expansions. They've mm-hmm. canceled all the new legendary weapons. So, hmm. yeah. And the thing that gets people really angry about this is they basically marketed their expansion by saying, hey, with this expansion, you're going to get a whole new set of legendary weapons to craft. And people mm-hmm. were like, oh, that's great. But now, I, I guess they actually fired one of their developers or he left the company and someone else is taking over. I don't remember names, because remember, mm-hmm. this is a bad day for remembering. Mm-hmm. But they basically came out and said, they're nixing that team. Like, mm-hmm. they had a team that was working on those in favor of adding more content, like story content and living world, which okay. is basically more raids and things. Okay. But, you know, the people who actually bought Heart of Thorns for that reason, their expansion are like, well... You can't keep advertising it and saying that that's something you'll get with the game. And a lot yeah. of things on their website still say that. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, I can understand why people are pissed and why they have to cut that out when it seems such a trivial part of the game, but such a big end game thing for people to do. Yeah. So. Hmm, that's really weird. Yeah, that's, uh, hmm. I can't say I'm pissed about it because I'm not that invested, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, yeah, we got that's... more, no- we got no 
we got more No Man's Sky news. Oh, but we don't actually have it. No. Well, it's coming out like the day after uh, E3 ends, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so No Man's Sky mm. won't have a story, but it will have lore, which is oh, really exciting for I me. I love because... lore. I got such a lore boner. Well, because like <laughs> that's what Dark Souls is like, where it has... They got really good lore. Well, no, but also you learn about this um, world through like the item descriptions through like these little tidbits as you go mm-hmm. um and i love when like that is done right you know when they environmental storytelling it's more immersion with dark souls i think is like they don't really have a clear story right like, they kind of do that you have to play along the storyline but it's mm-hmm. not shoving it down your throat so so yeah i'm That's excited cool. about that yeah i love exploration based games this yeah. is a good year for me yeah right <laughs> No, they're exploration based games are because I think like more and more people are really loving that because you're not you're not pulling it like shoving a story down somebody's throat that you don't want that they may not want. And instead, you're like you're catering to everyone like the people that want story will get story. They will seek out every little note, email, whatever. The people that want that don't want it will just beeline past that stuff. Yeah, and I'm that way with a lot of games too. But I think now people have come to expect it just because we have the capability to to do it. Back when video games were new, you had a linear storytelling. So, yeah. so I like that. that. That's changed. Yeah. So the so Doom, I guess, was is coming out soon. <laughs> I'm not that excited about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't really care. Yeah. I never really played I, the first play one. I'll play it, but like apparently yeah. it was a big fucking deal when people did first play it. Yeah. But have you played Ratchet and Clank yet? Um, yeah, they're coming out with a movie. Well, no, have you played the newest Ratchet? And There's Clank a new game? one. Yeah, it's coming. It's a. It's so it's a reboot of the first game, which was based on the movie was based on the first game. Oh. And the, this game is based on the movie, which is based on the first game. <laughs> So it's, yeah, so from what I hear, it's... It's I'm, like an infinity sign. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> from what I hear... making movies about the movie and the game. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I'm, I really want to play it. Um, I think I would just... I haven't played it since like PS2 days. Oh, man. I would love the nostalgia. Right. I love when they come out with, you know, games I actually like. And they just like, hey, we just put it on a new platform. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. And they don't make a huge deal out of it. And I don't have to pay a shitload of money for it. I love it. So GameStop actually launched its own uh, full publishing division. They already signed Ready at Dawn, Insomniac, Frozen oh. Bite, and Tequila Works. Frozen Bite I recognize, Insomniac I recognize. Ready at Dawn rings a bell, Tequila Works. What is know. this? It's GameStop. Yeah, but what are they doing? What are they publishing? And they are publishing for those developers. So they, those, I don't know if those, if those are exclusivity deals. Saying like, hey, you can't, you can only come to us for publishing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think it's a good move on their part though, because GameStop, they they're really trying to figure out what the next direction is to go in. Yeah. Well, because like, brick and mortar Steam. stores. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't use Steam for everything, but. Yeah. Still, how long is it till you can? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you want to move on to some. Yeah, I am pulling up Reddit. Do we have anything? We do not have any questions for the inbox. Uh, If you do have any questions, please email us at peaceloveandvideogamespodcast 
at gmail.com. And if the reason you don't email us is because you can't remember it, I understand. <laughs> um, what do you got? I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, I told you I prepared for this, and then I was woefully unprepared to be prepared. That's a pretty prepared statement. Uh, I'm trying to find a good one here. <laughs> we can always just edit it out, right? Yeah, totally. I'm not going but we to. Won't. But yeah, <laughs> what would be the point of that? Actually, doing work. Okay, I got one. Right. I, 29 female, walked in on my partner of two years, 35 male, passionately and drunkenly kissing his aunt's sister. What? Wait. Wouldn't his that aunt's be... sister? Okay, while we were visiting his family. That's his aunt. Yeah, might be his aunt-in-law. No, well, if if it's aunt his aunt-in-law's sister. Then it's not really that scandalous. Well, obviously, no, it still is. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> um, my boyfriend of over two years is a good man. He keeps me laughing, always does his best to provide. You sure he's a good man? And provide and puts me first in general. He's in his 30s. I'm in my late 20s. And we just purchased our first house, a 1910 <laughs> farmhouse fixer-upper. Uh, we've had our ups and downs, as couples do. But last night was one of, one for the books. His family lives three hours away, and we went to visit for the weekend for his grandmother's annual birthday affair. There was food and booze plenty all day, evening and night at his uncle's home with a large crowd. I went to bed around midnight, and my boyfriend stayed up to drink and cut up with his relatives and their friends like usual. I woke at 4.30 a.m. and realized he was not in bed with me. I went downstairs and saw plenty of sleeping bodies, but none were him. So I continued outside to the pool house. Once I reached the doorway, Ooh. I saw two silhouettes. Yeah, I saw two silhouettes standing entangled in the dark. One was him. I was so dumb, dumbfounded that I just stood and watched my boyfriend deeply kiss and grope his aunt's sister. They finally noticed me, and I just turned back to the house and to pack my bags and leave. He immediately followed, crying and blubbering, and obviously drunk. I'll skip the rest of the details to get to the point. Should I subject, my, subject myself to excruciating lengths of time to build back this trust? Is this salvageable? If he was drunk, that he would, if he was so drunk that he didn't know what he was doing, how did he so quickly jump to apology mode, complete with sobs and begs? I'm confident had I not walked in, things would have gone further, I quite and I quite likely would have never known. I'm certain he's remorseful and would not have made this decision in sound mind, if not for me, then for his family. I'm devastated for over the last 16 hours that have transpired, and I'm trying to make good, logical decisions about the future. So should she throw away a two-year relationship with a guy that she bought a house with, mind you? That's like marriage Ah, right there. Yeah, you really Um, can't get out of that. That's like skipping a step um, over a drunken kiss. That's kind of what this boils down to. Which, mind you, everyone in that family knows now. Fuck drunken kiss. <laughs> yeah. But Let's face it. Everyone in that family now knows about it, too. You know what I would do? I would just hold him hold it against him forever and tell all of his <laughs> you friends. You are so spiteful. Remind me never to piss you off. I'm not a nice person. <laughs> Except the thing is, like, nobody pisses me off. But this, it's yeah. too funny. Right. Like, I understand that you're drunk. But you made a dumb, drunk decision, yeah. and I'm never going to let you live it down. Right. I don't even let myself live down my dumb, drunk decisions. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know if I could be mad. Yeah. But, like, obviously she's mad. 
Mm. But mm, I don't know. What do you? What do you do? I don't know. Like I, as somebody who has cheated and done or er, and been cheated on, I would not. It's not worth it. Like, sorry. Uh, like I know this is two years, and that's you're right. That is a very mm. serious commitment. Um, but not only would you have to rebuild trust with him, every single family affair. Yeah, that's what you, I was thinking. You would be reminded of because it's his aunt. At the very least, you would, she would see his aunt. Um, yeah. Maybe not his aunt's sister. Um, I still don't get how they're related. Like, if it's I think sister, it's like, yeah, isn't it his aunt? Like, yeah. Like, I think that's it's... That's weird. Yeah, right? That would be like... I think it's an it's, aunt-in-law and her sister. That's my more Because if theory. it's his actual aunt and his actual aunt's sister... Yeah. Then I would leave. I'd be like, you can stay in that <laughs> you can have really your little, cool house. Yeah, you can have your incest. Go ham. You freaking weirdo. I don't want any part of that. Yeah. Um, um that's fucking weird. Right. <laughs> I always find the good ones. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Melanie Laflamme, <laughs> 2016. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Great um, advice, by the way. Here's um, an interesting one. Yeah, go for yours. This one's pretty 28 cool. male, my girlfriend, 24 female, showed one of her close friends my dick pics at dinner. <laughs> do you think we don't do that? Well, I'm de- I don't do that. I'm DDing for my GF friend, GF's friend reunion weekend. Six girls in all, including my GF. He's a good guy. <laughs> the girls started drinking before Damn, I picked them up to go to dinner. I sit across from my GF and her friend, let's call her Leslie, at the bar restaurant we go to. We were at. It comes out during the conversation that one of Leslie's old fuck buddies used to send her a lot of dick pics, which Leslie used to share when with my GF. When does that come up in conversation? Oh, women are weird, dude. Yeah, um, with my GF on Wednesdays, which became known as Dick Pick Wednesdays. <laughs> it's actually kind of awesome. <laughs> oh, um, my GF <laughs> proceeds to find one of the old uh, submissions to DPW. Uh, and the two have a laugh about it. It was weird for me to find out she has some random dude's dick pics on her phone. So I made a joke about maybe I'll receive, I'll revive um, DPW. Uh, later on in the evening, my GF took it upon herself to show off some of my pics with Leslie while we were sitting at the table. I found out after Leslie mentions that she was impressed uh, with one of the angles I took this pic at. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to feel about it at the time, so I laughed it off and made a joke about my artistic ability. Uh, rest of the night was uneventful. Go to another bar. Girls drink. GF gets hit on multiple times. Annoying, but nothing happens. Uh, girls get tired. I had to drive everyone home. Not really sure how to feel about my dick being shown off to her friend unexpectedly. Also pretty sure a couple of the other girls stuck a peek. Uh, I have, I should mention that I have half-jokingly suggested that we should have a three-way with Leslie. But my GF is very adamant about it not happening. With that being that. said, if showing Leslie the pic wasn't about setting up a three-way, why would she do that? I talked to her about it the next day. She apologized, and she agreed that if she if the roles were reversed, she'd be furious. I've been with my GF for about eight months. Is her attitude about this something I should be worried about? Well. So if you so we talked about this one time. Lesbians don't really show, like, dick pics. What's, like, the dick pic? Is it just tit, tit pics? Is that like the dick pic equivalent? No, I think they're more like artistic nudes. Uh, like, <laughs> it's like black and white. Is that what, yeah, that's what makes them like artistic. You put on like your best flannel and like your <laughs> cap and you kind of like lift the shirt a little bit to show off the abs. It's really like 12 year old boy. I don't know. But like 
there's less titillation in like seeing a dick than there yeah. is in like seeing just a partially clothed woman, okay. I guess, for lesbians. But I do understand the dick pic Wednesday thing. Because <laughs> among girls of a certain age, like say you're in college and yeah, you just Yeah, which this girl's twenty four. So. Like she's young. Yeah. She's actually the same age as me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's fun. Kind of, because you get a lot of unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. Like from, if you're on, like, Tinder or whatever. You're, or just dating in general, I yeah, think. Yeah, or if you're just around um, and, like, say you meet a guy for a night and, you know, you start sexting one night. You just have a collection of dick pics you didn't ask for. In a folder so they're somewhere. Like, if, if these guys send them so freely, they must want everyone to look at them. So that's kind of the meta behind it. Mm-hmm. And partially it's just like, hey, let's get drunk and laugh at dicks. All right. They Who doesn't funny. want to do that? They yeah. look funny. No, they That's do. Mine looks horrible. People. No, mine looks horrible. I don't know how my GF deals with it. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I get why she's doing it, but I really like that he said, or, or mentioned that she did say, um, if the roles were reversed, she'd be mad. Yeah, that, so, that like, said, like it's a, it was a drunk thing. Like, unlike the drunk making out with it, your aunt's sister. Oops. Yeah. I accidentally is... slipped into the pool house. Like, no, I can <laughs> no, understand. I feel, I feel like that's uh, forgivable. Um, and it feels like he, the guy did the thing, did the right thing. He brought it up the next day when everyone yeah. was sober. Good job. And it was just like, hey, that kind of made, I don't know, I'm not the guy, so I don't know exactly what he said. Um, well, but... like, what if Molly, you know, took pictures of yours and showed me and was like, Oh look, it's Tim's dick, and then like See, we like, were in the same room. There, as each yeah, other. no. If I was there, it would make me uncomfortable. But I'm of the I'm of the opinion that like the human body is beautiful and should be showed off. Like I show off Molly's boobs all the time because they're awesome. She sent me a, like a naked pic like fucking two weeks after I met her. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. There, she does an amazing body, and like she really it's does. one of those where you're just like, look at it. This is awesome. Like that Will Smith, Jada Smith. Yep. Yeah, like you're even doing the moves. Like, yeah, I know. Like, cause that's how that's gifts. how I feel about it. So, yeah. like, if my girlfriend feels that way about me, that's fine. If she mm. wants to like make fun of me for it, or just like, here's this dick pic I got. Well, then she it's made kind of it part of the joke, I think. Oh, right. Um, and I mean, like, I I've been told I have a nice penis, so that's good. Um. So I'm not, like, ashamed of it or anything. Yeah, but I think uh, even... But that being said, if I was ashamed of it and somebody did do it, that then would be it... Bad. Yeah. yeah. And you you don't know. Like, guys are, like, self-conscious about their dicks. Like, constantly. Yeah, like that above all things. <laughs> yeah, so... But yeah, it's the same as us. Like, if I sent a nude to my girlfriend, I don't know if I would be, like, super happy if she just whipped it out and showed people without asking me, like... No, actually, even if it was I like brag, I would be really flattered. Yeah, no, if, if it was to brag, brag yeah, she would brag. If it was like, if it was a joke like Dick Pic Wednesday, and I was lumped in with a bunch <laughs> Which of guys who unsolicitedly name, sent you dicks, yeah, yeah. Dick Pic Wednesday, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I got my boyfriend's here too." Like then <laughs> it's part of a joke. But if it's showing off, like, "Hey guys, you want to see this?" Like, yeah. it's my boyfriend's. All right, you got to pick the last wiener. one. Um, <laughs> you got to pick the last one, but yeah, like, yeah, I got um, one. also good on the guy for driving six drunk girls around for a night. You're a champ, man. Like, right. You'd you really look like a baller. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even be well, mad. Also, like I, I've always kind of, cause I've been the double D a couple times and it's always really appreciative when, cause bartenders could tell, like I was a bartender. I could tell like, oh, you're DD and they give you free Cokes for the night yeah, uh, that's like really cool of them. We're like, here you go, man. Here's doing the right thing. 
Like, thanks, man. That's good. I have never been a DD and probably will never be a DD. <laughs> I just don't like being around drunk people if I'm not drunk. Yeah, so. no, it is super annoying. Also, I just, I like being drunk. <laughs> um, all right, so I got our last one here. Okay. And this one, I, I'm going to read through because I don't really know what it's about, but okay. it sounds interesting. So me, 26-year-old female, with my husband, 25-year-old male, have been married for two years. I just can't stand him anymore. Okay. This is going to be rough. I guess. All right. <clears throat> so please help. I can't stand my husband anymore. I was raised by a single parent that never dated after they separated. Therefore, I don't know what a normal relationship looks like. So this is my first relationship. And we've been together for three years and married after two. I feel like a nagging wife. He doesn't really do much if I don't ask him to. One of the two responsibilities that he has is to clean the kitchen, and it's almost always dirty. The second one is to do the laundry, and he does it halfway. The clean clothes stay on a chair or are hanging for weeks, and I usually need to put them away or start the process in order for him to do something. Uh, for the dishes, he puts them in the dishwasher, but if anything needs to be washed by hand, it will stay there for weeks. The countertop is never cleaned. That is only two things he's responsible for in the household. I cook, I plan every meal, I plan and pay for every expense. I started a company at a young age and was able to sell it a few years ago, and it's enough for me to live for a while. Good on you, girl. Oh, yeah, damn. How old um, is she? She's 26. Holy shit. I need to get my shit together. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, she picked someone trashy. So he never worked since we're together and lived off of me since day one. I didn't mind since I had enough support uh, for two people. Wait, is he not working then? Nope. Okay, yeah, no, this is a man child. Yep. We decided to start a thing together, but since it's in my name, I need to fill in all the paperwork. What thing? Uh, I don't think you should start that. Yeah, no. Anything uh, anything that requires paperwork is not a good idea, unless it's a gym membership. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, I asked him to do spring cleaning with me for two weeks now, and he doesn't even lift a finger, because we're waiting for a new garbage can to come. Uh, just now, I was cleaning in front of him, and he was on his computer and didn't ask if I needed help. I went to the room to continue cleaning, and when he came, he said, Oh, are you already putting the clothes away? I'm tired of always having to ask him to do something before he does it. It feels like I'm nagging, but thing, if thing doesn't get done, I don't start it, or if I don't tell him to do it. I don't mm. want to constantly nag because it's getting on my nerves, too. He told me he can never relax and feels like he's in the military. I never ask him anything except laundry and dishes. So, help, what do I do? Well, hmm. so it sounds like this guy, uh, like, expectations were set early <laughs> that you're going to take care of this guy. and Not like Sugar Mom's not situation. Not on purpose. Right, probably. no, but it's like an implicit um, expectation that like you're gonna take care of me and um you're gonna i'm gonna live off you which like sure she wants to do it that's her prerogative but now she can't be surprised if like all of a sudden hey you don't help clean up like one thing kind of leads to the other yeah i mean we have no way of knowing what she told him beforehand or if she's expecting him to know to do these things and you know it's just not happening but even Mm -hmm. still like as someone who likes to keep clean and occasionally does let things slip yeah like i know that if anyone saw that i'd be embarrassed Mm -hmm. for myself like if someone walked into my house and it was like unclean i'd flip the shit right this guy literally doesn't care he doesn't have any sort of sense of pride in his home yeah he probably just assumes you're acting like his mother and he's living here rent free well that's the thing like like you've been basically like being a child like you see my apartment like it is 
there are things that are messy, um, yeah, but okay. it's not disgusting. Like, yeah. And that's to say, like, everyone has, like, varying levels of comfort mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, what's messy and what's not. But you have to agree on those if you're with another person. Like, if right. you both want to be messy. If you're living with another person. Yeah, if you yeah. both want to be messy and you're both cool with it, then fine. Yeah. I guess. No, it's it really sounds like, to me, their boundaries need to be reset. Um, and I'm not saying break up with the dude, because these are things you can fix. Yeah. Um, but, like, reset those boundaries be like, look... You are responsible. Let's work together. You are either you're responsible for one thing or we set up a schedule or do something because all these implicit ways that you're that she is uh, is communicating with this guy, like like doing the cleaning and then, oh, he doesn't help. Well, I mean, sorry, he's not a mind reader. Yeah, but and that's what a lot of I, I don't want to like stereotype women, but a lot of us will do that. We'll expect someone to know to do something. Or, like, know that we want them to do something and right. it won't happen. Like, I'm not that much that way, but, you know, Janet says that she is. Well, you know, it's like, like, um, like, and I... And I can tell. Yeah, well, it's like, I... Uh, I'm more of a... I'm a process-driven kind of guy. Like, if I... If I know I have to do something on this time, I will do it. If I can't do it, then I'll do it as soon as I can. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um... That's what, and it also works for me if, like, if I am in charge of one thing, like dishes or something. I am in charge of the dishes. That is my responsibility. And you're like, great, that is my only responsibility. Well, I well, would well, be so happy. Well, no, that's the thing. Where it's like, I'm in charge of dishes and kitchen and living room. You're in charge of bathroom and bedrooms. You know, that yeah. kind of thing where it's, like, very explicitly stated. Like, that's what works for me. That doesn't work for everyone yeah. else. Um, well, but you have to you find something that works. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I got one last one. How about oh, this? Oh, good. Yeah, More yeah. sex advice. Um, I, 22 female, yeah, I, 22 female, don't have the sex drive I used to, and it's making my boyfriend, 22 male, sad. I used to be one of, I used to be the one with the higher sex drive, but lately I just don't really crave it very often. We live together, and lately he's been wanting it really crazy often, like three times a week. That's not That's that not often. Crazy often. <laughs> yeah. Well, we used to I have guess sex like now it would be, but we used to have sex once every two weeks back in college, so that's what I'm used to. These days, even that seems a bit much. Any advice for increasing my sex drive? And they're really young too. Yeah, when 22 I was twenty two, I God, I really hope none of my family members ever listen to this. But when I was twenty two, I like wanted to be all over everything. What's that's up? like two years ago. Like when I was twenty two. I was, like, all over. I'm 28, and I'm all over everything. (laughs) I'm not anymore. Really? Yeah. So I kind of get where she's coming from. It's Mm -hmm. frustrating when you have a partner that wants it more, but, Mm -hmm. like, not even wanting it, like, not even being able to get there. Because, like, I enjoy sex. I love doing it. Mm -hmm. But I just don't feel that way. Like, I'm not driven to seek it out like I used to be. Like, if it happens, it happens. Well, okay, here's the hypothetical. You and Janet live together. You don't work. There's nothing in the way of you guys having sex as much as you both want. Oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> well, how much would you guys have sex, though? Mm. That's a question I can't answer. How much would you want to? Take Janet out of it, then, because you can't answer for her. Oh. Mm. Well, like, if I'm going off of exactly how I feel, probably, like, a couple times a month. Really? Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay. But that's not how I used to be, but that's like genuinely how I feel. Hmm. Yeah. So if this is the way that she's feeling and he yeah. wants it a lot more, like there's nothing you can do to reconcile that, well, that gap. Well, no, yeah. there are things like birth control affects uh, sex drive, antidepressants affects sex drive. She could uh, look into that. So. I'd rather not like, I mean, you don't have to medicate yourself so much. Well, no, antidepressants like can lower your sex drive. Um, so can certain types of birth control. So yeah. talk with your doctor, see if that's like one of the side effects uh, or OBGYN, whatever. Um, see if that's one of the side effects and that's what's causing it. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like, because it's also kind of confusing because she's used to once every two weeks, but then even now it those that seems like too much in her opinion you get what i mean it's like i am used to this thing yeah now this thing that i'm used to is even too much for me so that is definitely like a lower sex drive and i feel like she needs to um i mean it could be natural like but she's so mm-hmm. young like 22 not your hormone should not be like lower right. sex drive should not be happening that's um, surprising yeah. how long have they been dating does it show uh Two years. Two years. I mean, that might be just enough time if you're in a relationship with somebody to get to the comfortable point where, I don't know, you start, like, growing a little bit more and expecting to do other things with your time when you're with them, and Mm -hmm. it can easily slip your mind. But, I don't know. It sounds like it's more, you know, when you're 22, it's just things that go on in your life. Like, you get stressed out, you have things to do and, like, lives to build. So I can understand why that has to fall by the wayside. Mm. But if it's something where, like, let's take the boyfriend out of the picture. Let's say you were single and, you know, had all the time in the world. Yeah. Would you actively go seek out sex for yourself because it would be fun and it would make you feel good? Or would that seem like too much of a chore? Yeah. You know? That's how you have to think about the sex drive. Like, for me, it would be, you know, even if I wasn't dating Janet, I'd probably just not do anything. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. Now, I mean, like, do, are we including masturbating into this? No, because I do that a lot. See, so, so I I'm wondering, know. like, because that to me is, and this is just my opinion, but like, your want to masturbate, it should be equivalent to your want of sex. You know it what I mean? It should. But unless, it's not always. Unless the way you do it is more like, oh, I feel this way, I need to get it done. Because for me, I don't spend a lot of time doing yeah, it. You don't it's like just kind of like a quick, I'm done. Like, yeah, you don't have Barry White music playing? Nah. Nah. I don't... <laughs> That's like the only way I get off. Is listening to Barry you White. look like that the Barry White kind of guy. <laughs> God, my hair looks like crap today, too. I don't um, know. So is that how you think? Or is that how your life is? What? With like... Um, you know, with someone with a larger sex drive. Like if you weren't dating Molly or... I don't know. If I just had, like, if I theoretically could get sex as much as I wanted? Yeah. Yeah, like, I would get it, like, every day uh, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if, like, that was, like, theoretically possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if nothing else came up ever. I mean, um, it would have to be good. Like, I wouldn't just accept anything. Well, yeah, but, like, I have really good sex, and I really like it uh, with my girlfriend. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, and it's... There's no right way to do it. It's all about how much you want and how much works for you. But nevertheless, like, this girl should not should not have sex if she doesn't, like... Oh, yeah. Should do what's comfortable Absolutely. for her. Um, 
and like feeling pressured. Yeah, then, then you gotta. And it might be one thing. A bit. It might be her boyfriend being like, "Babe, I want you so bad," which is actually which is healthy. It's yeah, it's nice like, to be wanted. Oh yeah. Um, Thank or me. it might be like miscommunication <laughs> by him, or she might just just not be feeling feeling sexy right now. It's got it's a whole combination of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like look into it. Make sure you're having good sex and being healthy about yeah, it. Yeah, doing it when you want to. Yeah. So you want to uh, end on that? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All so, right. So once again, that uh, that email is peace, love, and video games podcast at gmail.com. You can ask us questions for advice. You can throw in some news about video games or your opinions. We would love to hear all of that. Yeah. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.